are now tuned into the DFPN, the Dat Villain Podcast Network. Real food, 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 real food. Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? It's your man E. Smitty. Real Food Podcast, Mind, Body, and Grub. You know the catchphrase, what up, what up, what it do? Hey, the season is on, is popping. Shout out to the entire That Feeling Podcast Network. We are strong, 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 strong. We are strong. We are strong like strong like people who um who are who are against deodorant they're against for whatever reason religious purposes whatever you know what i'm saying i'm not dissing what their, their religious purposes or their thoughts or whatever strong people strong that feeling podcast network is strong like people who are totally against using deodorant and you know that's strong that's strong buddy <laughs> straight up that's strong man straight up yo before I get into everything, let me shout out definitely the sponsors. Shout out the sponsors. I'm going to shout out the first one, the, the newest and latest one. Shout out Fiverr. Fiverr is a new sponsor of uh, That Feeling Podcast Network. Shout out to them. Shout out to Plugs, Earbugs. Ear, I always mess that up. Plugs, Earbuds. Um, go to www.gettheplugs.com. Enter the code DLPN10 for a 10% discount. Shout out Audio Swim, www.audioswim.com. Shout out Premier Element, UAE, www.premierelement.com. And as well, yo, we have a, a tremendous amount of music that's coming through the pipeline of the Debt Feeling Band Camp. And I think you, if, if you're a lover, lover of quality music, you should subs- subscribe to get the latest and the greatest. Subscribe to the That Feeling Bandcamp, www.datfeelingbandcamp.com. Join the DFPN Patreon page to get the extra perks. You know, they got, um, shout out Black Mac, shout out Mac, a.k.a. your boy. Um, man, they got... We have uh, money, cash giveaways, um, prizes, um, all type, of, all types of stuff, man. I mean, stuff that you're not gonna see on, you know, our regular layout. It's gonna be for the people who um, it can be as, as small as low as three dollars, and if you pay ten, you can get some extra, extra, extra stuff. So yeah, join the DFPN. Patreon, www.patreon.com slash that feeling podcast. And if you want merch, hoodies, t shirts, all that good stuff, you name it, go to go to www.teespring.com and search for that feeling podcast. And you will get all that good stuff coffee mugs, all that good stuff, man. Hoodies. I'm about to be 
purchasing some stuff like crazy. Um, I've been needing and wanting to do it, but you know, life is life. But hey, it is what it is, and I'm about to get on it. Yo, we are in the appetizer section of the Real Food Podcast show, and I just want to talk. I want to talk about this right here. Something that I seen. Something that I seen. Um, I seen this online some weeks back, man. Some weeks back, I I forgot exactly where it was, but it it was somewhere, man. I want to say somewhere out like Arizona, something like that. But it was it was this female who happened to be white. Friends was white, and. They begged, they begged her. This this dude was out there and he was in a truck and he was driving. From what I get of it, he was driving like erratically, just just you know, in his truck, you know, doing his um donuts and doing doing crazy shit. Crazy shit in the truck. Like like some of these um not all not all white dudes, but some of the white dudes, man, um that that loved, you know. If you live in the South, and I'm pretty sure it may go on all over the place. But if you're in the South, man, you, you'll you see these guys, man, with these big trucks, man, nice trucks. And it, it, it'll just be covered with mud, just mud, mud, mud all over. And from what I get of it, they call that mudding, where they actually go to a place and it's a turn on for them to be driving through this mud and spinning and doing all that stuff and you know, the ladies love it and they love it and all that type of stuff. But like I say, to each his own. But they begged this young lady, the friends of this young lady, they they begged her like, yo, do not get in the truck with this guy. Don't do it. Don't do it. But, you know, I think a lot of times, I think a lot of times, these guys, and, and and it could be the same thing and from, from a different perspective, you know, with any race. You know, people who, who, who really don't have any type of charisma, any type of game, you know, any type of, you know, some, some shit to them. You know what I'm saying? Talk game. They have to compensate with doing wild stuff. You know, hence you get people that's jumping off the roofs of their houses and all type of stuff, you know, um, they're, 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 they're doing all, um, all type of stuff, man, to get attention, you know, um, but this, this young lady, this young lady who was begged, um, to not, to not, to not, um, get in this truck, she got in the truck. They begged her, and that, that's like wow. Like, and, and see, that's why you always say you never put everybody. You never say all white people do this, all black people do this, all Asian people, all black, all. You can you can you can never say all of anything. You know what I'm saying? You can say these people or this particular group of uh, particular people at this time did that individually. Whatever this group did that, you can't call everybody out like that but they um they they literally from what they said that's what they said in the um in the article they begged they begged her not to get in the truck and she jumped in the truck anyway the truck 
flipped over and the guy the guy lived but the female the female died now think about that think about that she had friends to be like yo like it's like they knew they knew they knew it they and i'm pretty sure when they saw when they saw old dude old boy how he was driving they saw it was like oh whoa like i i remember um Rest in peace to our guy, uh, Eugene Montague. I remember it was a few weeks before he died. He actually died from uh, a heart attack. He had a heart attack, 17 years old, playing basketball. He died from a heart attack. And I remember I was leaving. Uh, this is back when I was in um, Z-Town, North Carolina. And I was leaving. I was leaving work. I was working at Pizza Hut. And he worked there as well. I was leaving and I'm driving out. Now you gotta think about it. Like, I mean, I'm you know, I'm not I'm not that person. Um, I've done my wild stuff, but I have never done wild stuff, you know, that, you know, car wise. Oh well, yes, I, I have. I've done some stuff. I done stuff. I done some stuff, but I was under <laughs> I was under an influence. I I I tell you that. But for the most part, I I didn't do stuff like it, I didn't get off on doing wild stuff. And um, I happened to be pulling out, and I heard um, heard his car just coming in. When I turned around, like I see my my man Eugene, man, he just flipping his car around like on some Dukes of Hazard type shit, you know, like damn. And I'm and I'm leaving out, and I didn't feel the need to be like, okay, I'm going about my business and blowing my horn. I, yo, peace. I had to stop my car and get out and be. And now, mind you, I'm like 19, 20. He's he's probably like, yeah, he was 17, 17. Um, I had to stop my car and be like, yo, bro, slow down. Like, slow down. Like, really slow down. I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but slow down. And he was like, I got you, I got you bro. I got you. You know, he, you know, he, he respected what I was saying to him, but I had to, had to stop to tell him, man. Like, yo, man, slow down. Slow down. You know? Because I know how things, things like that can happen in a, in a, in a split second. You know what I'm saying? I've been, I've been in situations where going to the local, the local spot home plate back in Z town where, you know, going out. And, and this is when I first started to drink, you know, I was in heavy into the music, hip hop, everything. And I'm talking like, actually our van was, it was my mom's minivan that, you know, I used to pick up the crew and we go out and stuff. And I'm actually like, when I talk about split second things, like literally, <laughs> you know, we leave the club. The club gets shut down because I think somebody somebody shot up in there. And then we're, you know, we're in the parking lot and we're just kind of watching everything. Then we see these group, this group of, of girls going at it. They're going at it. And um the car, the truck beside us <clears throat> speeds out, like just flies out, boom. And we're just still sitting there. They fly out. Like we we witnessed we witnessed this. Now this was over 20-something shit. 
20 something years ago. Um, they fly out and then they stop. And then to that crowd of girls, bah, 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 bah. I think they had a tech or something. And um, later on, we're driving. We used to go to Perkins uh, restaurant. That it's, it's a different place. Matter of fact, uh, there was a Perkins in Dayton, Ohio, when we went there. Uh, shout out Clint Taylor. And uh, but we had one in Raleigh, North Carolina. So we we're, we're driving to get to Perkins, and we see this car. And this car, man, it's just like it sounds like it's about to. It's, it's, it's going to break down. Like, this car is not going to make it. And I remember saying to my dudes, I was like, yo, whoever... And, and they actually... They, they're they driving this car. And they actually... They're, they're going to... Uh, they try to go to this clinic. And this clinic is... Um, in our neighborhood, was only open... Like, it, it wasn't like a 24-hour urgent care type thing. It was open, like, business hours. And... Um, so they you know it's it was like it was like wow you know i when i saw them i was like yo um i said who whoever whoever's in that car i said that car is not gonna make it and i don't know if they're gonna make it the next day as it as it turns out the next day as it turns out it was the people who shot up in that crowd the girl who actually got hit was in that car. She was in that car. She she got she got she got hit. She didn't know she was hit, and she had um, internal bleeding, and didn't know. Um, the next day, the next day she died. Uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace uh, to 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 Lisa Dickinson. She died that night. Um, like I said, uh, split second, man, a split second, things can change and it can flip on his head. And like I say, the, the lady in Arizona, that's what happened. Split second, man, split second, you know, um, while doing wild stuff and it's, it's, it's a little more to that story, but it's not, it's not needed to go into, but yeah, man, split second, man. Things can happen and life could be over. So we have to be, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in like living life scared, but I believe in um being careful. <laughs> how, how, how the old um old pimp say, <clears throat> don't be sorry, be be careful. <laughs> you know? So yeah, man, life, life is life is short if we make it that way. Appetizer section, man. That's that. That's what I got. The main course. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. The main course. This episode is brought to you in part by Get the Plugs. Go to www.gettheplugs.com and enter in code DFPN10 for a ten percent discount. Liking this show? Follow us. Subscribe to this channel and. Follow us on Patreon at www.patreon.com. Now back to the show. Main course, accountability 101. Accountability 101. 
Let me start out by saying this. Let me start out by saying this. Never, never as a black man will I ever say, you will never hear this from my mouth. Well, you know, the slavery and the racism that we went through, we need to just forget about it. That's in the past. And this is a new day. And we just need to forget about that. You know, we don't need to keep talking about it. You will never hear that from me. I promise you. I promise you. You will never hear that from me. Because what was done to black people will forever be atrocious. When we speak of reparations and all that stuff, to be honest, you you will literally have to give us this whole country. This whole country. Give us everything. And it still wouldn't, it still wouldn't take up for the horrific times that we face, our, our ancestors face, which people say, well, that was your answer. Yeah, what you did to our ancestors. Those hundreds of years affect us to this day, 2022. So you will never hear that from me at all. At all. Do we need our reparations? Do we deserve our reparations? Hell yeah. You damn right. We supposed to have that. But let me talk, let, let, let me take, let me tell you something about this right here. What's going on? What I see. And this is gonna be like a smorgasbord in the um main course. The um, the ultra ultra glorification of gang life is um, you know with with the rise of podcasting, like podcasting is totally a way of life, a way of entertainment. Who who would have thought? Who would have thought that? Who would have thought that podcasting, podcasting, and I'm talking about it could be. It could be somebody, some regular Joe Blow from wherever. And they can be making a great living. Or they, they may not be making a great living. But you can hook up your... I'm a podcaster. <laughs> I'm a podcaster. Um, we have a podcast network. But who would have who thought that this would be like the, the choice of entertainment a high percentage choice of entertainment in society across the globe. Podcasting. Um, I don't watch everything, but I glance at a lot of different things. Um, the glorification of gang life. Um, it's through the roof. It's through. It's through the roof. I totally understand and get. You know, the Crips. The Crips from the beginning, and I'm just speaking, I'm, and I'm not just singling out the Crips, but I'm just talking about the Crips right now. The Crips were, you know, from the beginning, it was said that, and I believe it, um, the Crips were established, you know, to, to protect black people from policemen. And I believe that. If you do your history, you'll find out that 
you know, in, in, in California and many places, they actually, um, they, they bust in, they flew in, or how, however way they could get policemen from all over the country to come out to California to, to basically harass black folks. Um, when so-called slavery, slavery was stopped, police were created to hunt down free slaves. Um, therefore, the prison industrial complex will start. Like, it's like, okay, legally, legally, we can't have them as slaves anymore, but we can create something to where we can keep them working for free. And they were arresting black people for loitering, being homeless, all, all, all type of stuff. And which that established the prison industrial complex, um, as you see with, um, you know, by now, like, and I'm going to talk a little bit about these, these kingpins, but you know, with, um, the whole crack epidemic, the whole crack epidemic, you know, is documented that the CIA, you know, government, the government did not want to fund the um, Iran-Contra situation of, over the takeover of Nicaragua. And they, you know, whenever, you know, Oliver North and these different people went to them like, yo, we need money to do this. Day. No, we ain't got the money for that. So they allowed them. I talked about this um, podcast way back, but they allowed them like, you know, we're not going to give you the money but we'll allow you to do some, some heinous stuff to get the money, which therefore um, South Central, the, the, the original Ricky Ross freeway, Ricky Ross was allowed to sell all the dope he wanted. I'm talking like making a um, million dollars a day type dope to fund this war. Then eventually they, they took him down. Then of course you during that time you have Nancy Reagan say no to drugs. And drugs is the worst, is the worst epidemic in the history, in the history of um America. Blah 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 blah. Um yeah, so um it was allowed. It was allowed to to for for all this um, terribleness to happen, right? You know. Now you fast forward to, because we talk about you know we talk about everything over here, real full podcast. Um, shout out my man, um, Mac, aka your boy. He made a statement, same thing with Smoke Pit. We um, you know, we may say things that people don't. That don't they don't like they don't they don't agree with they don't want it they, but right is right wrong is wrong um now let's fast forward to the crack the crack epidemic which crack if you really go by the numbers crack it was is it was more people not of color who were smoking crack because it was more of them than it was us but it, they they made us out to be animals. 
the worst of the worst scavengers and um man you know this is the worst of the worst and we're gonna get them off the street and they're doing this they're doing that now fast forward to the opioid uh, epidemic which is heavily heavily hitting the white population and you see signs of are you addicted to opioids are you are you going through issues with your family because of opioids do you need help we're here to help we're here to help we you know whole different story but it's it, it's not mind-boggling because this is what america was built on it's built on racism built on um um white supremacy you know straight up whether you're for the cause with me or not you have to agree what america was built on like we wasn't even considered um a full man full woman you know what i'm saying we was considered as fucking cattle you know what i'm saying so getting back to the glorification of gangs gangs there was a time yes like i say there was a time when the crypt stood for protecting black people against policemen that changed that changed for economic reasons that changed for um poverty that changed for selfishness that changed for a whole bunch of stuff but we have a tremendous amount of people who are online you know in the same motion they're saying um we're just here to help the community and you know doing what we gotta do boom 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 and so and then they like the sign language you know what i'm saying it's like okay now me personally i think a lot of that has to do with um now people will say well these people they didn't they they didn't have um a family and that's a part of it too that's part of it too see what i what what i want to talk about is that I totally understand like the predicament that the powers that be throughout history put us in. They put us in a fucked up situation. Really, really. And everybody couldn't rise above that situation. You know, they couldn't, they couldn't. But at the same time, we have a lot that was put in that same position and they say, you know what? I might have to do what I have to do, but I'm not going to stay there. I'm not, I can't stay there. Sometimes people have to do what they have to do. Hey, you. Yeah, you. That musician that's just starting out his career. First and foremost, go get you an ASCAP. Then it's going to have some information in there that you will need, like a UPC code. Yeah, you're going to need one of them. You know where you can get one of them from? Audio Swim. Go to www.audioswim.com. $5 a track. They'll get you set up. All that information, you can put in the ASCAP, get paid for your music, and guess what? You off and running. Audioswim.com. Go there today. Stay there. And you damn sure don't get online and glorify and glorify, you know, making excuses. You know, I, I hear people say all the time, well, uh, you know, well, they were, you know, and I'm just talking about regular, like regular work ethic type stuff. 
Well, you know, they're just a kid and never, man, look, and I know I can't compare myself to everybody, but shit, man, I started working out when I was 12 and I developed a work ethic. Where it came from, it came from something. So I'm not going to use that. I'm not going to live off that. You know, we can't make, we can't make excuses for things that we can't control. What we can't control, come on, don't, don't fault us. Don't fault us on that. You know, but all the glorifications of the gang life, constant killings, constant killings. And, you know, you know, the thing about it, too, constant killings and can't wait to record this stuff, man. Can't wait to record it and put it out there. It's like, wow, man. Wow, man, and 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 the jump, a jump ahead a little bit, man. Like, yo, straight up, man. Um, the fathers, man, and there's some great fathers out there, man. But I'm gonna tell you, man, the fathers dropped the ball in a lot of ways, man. And then I know too that a lot of things is going on with the mothers. You know, it, it, some there's a lot of situations where the mothers were, were not allowed the fathers being their life, and there's a whole bunch of situations where the father. Like fuck it, I'm not. No, I'm not doing nothing, man. Like the ball was dropped big time, man. I've been binging on um, Judge Mathis for some weeks now. I've been watching Judge Mathis for a long time, but I've been binging on him and case after case. The mother comes in, the father comes in. I was addicted to crack. I was addicted to heroin. I was this, I was that. I did this in front of my kids and I'm trying to build my relationship back and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And and the kid is fucked up and they going through it and then they want them to just, hey, I, I went through the program and I want you I want you to forgive me and I done, I done my best, I tried. How do you, and I know I'm dumping around with this, but it's really going back to, it's really, it's really going back to this whole um this gang life this whole this whole thing of this whole thing of separating the family and yes we we know the powers that be had a lot to do with that but there's just as many who went through it and stuck together constantly i'm seeing these cases and yeah, and I want to build a relationship with my child again, and blah blah blah. And Judge Mathis, he pointed he pointed this out real good. It's so ironic that these fathers and mothers in 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 certain situations too, but definitely the fathers. The fathers had many years to try to make something happen you go before the court i got to i want a petition to make sure i have my rights to see my my, my children and, and ironically they really kick it in motion after the you know the the um i guess the statute of um child support runs out you know what i'm saying they're 21 22 and now oh i want to be in my son and my daughter like um, there, there are situations where 
the mother was prohibiting the situation to happen. That's definitely that. But it's a lot of situations where they're like, man, shit, I ain't got to pay the child support. But, um, you know, and, and then they get on, they get up there in these court shows. I was trying to see, I was trying to see my child. I'm trying to see my child. And I want to be a man. Look, man. And then, and then when all that stuff goes down, they want to say like, um, well, you know, I was on crack and I was on heroin and I and, and I went through this, but I turned my life around and I just want you to accept my apology and just love me because I love you. They want to, in a matter of minutes, wipe away all the wrongdoings that they did to these kids in minutes. But the kids have gone through years of neglect, not knowing where the love is. See, see, I come from, I come from with my father, my father not meeting his father personally till he was 27 and I was 17. That's a that, that's a deep story that goes with my father. I'm not gonna go too far into it, but just to get give you a little background, um, and 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 when my dad met his father, um, my dad, my dad, my dad went through some shit. My dad went through some shit, straight up. He went through some shit, um. And that's a whole nother podcast in itself. Um, but imagine, imagine meeting your father, your real, your real father for the first time. You're 27 years old. And I remember as a kid, I remember, I remember my dad being 29. I remember a lot of stuff. I got a memory back to when I was like three, like real talk. But I remember 29 because my mom made um she's worked for champion products before champion you know champion that we see now or with the hoodies on this was it was before it blew up like that hip-hop hip-hop blew up champion never forget that straight up but my mom worked at champion for years and i went there north carolina and she um she made a tank top for his uh 29th birthday she had the number 29 on, on the back of his tank top and i remember that because that's when my dad was teaching me how to play basketball. And um, but imagine meeting, well, my dad met his his father at the age of 27. And when he met him, he still was saying, he actually, this is this is true. He said, um, can I call you, can I call you um dad? And they was hanging out. And by this time, like my dad was, um, he was he was in he was in the street. He was there he was there with us, but he was he was doing some things out there in the street, and it was definitely the beginning of his um, his uh, his addictions, and uh, which he's 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 been sober for some years, super years now. But he asked him, he said, "Can I call you dad?" And he said, no, 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 don't, don't, don't call me dad. Because, because his father was still out there 
chasing women, doing all this stuff. Left him behind for 27 years. Now, when he gets to talk to him, he said, can I call you dad? He said, no, just say we brothers. Because he out there trying to, you know, be young and get chicks and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, He died some years back. And, you know, I don't, you know, I remember my auntie hit me up, rest in peace on Barbara. She, she hit me up about him and like he lived a whole separate life. He met me and my brother later on in life. And I remember he gave us, uh, he gave us $20. I was 17. I was like, I appreciate that 20. And it's like, it's like, man, I don't know you, man. I, I like, I don't know you. I really don't. I don't, I don't know you. This episode is brought to you in part by Premier Element UAE. Go to premierelement.com and get that representation that you need today. You need a copyright? Go there. You need someone to represent you while you're getting your career off the ground? Go there. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. They take care of you there. Remember, it's premierelement.com. And this is before my dad told me about oh, talking to him about, you know, he wanted to call him dad. And he said, no, nah, just call me your brother. Um, what he did set in motion what we were going to deal with with our father. Um, our father never put his hands on us like that or my mom. But he was... Um, he was wrecked from the beginning. He was wrecked from the beginning. And we were we were there left to pick up the pieces. Fortunately, we picked up the pieces. We still, we still, you know, we got we got we got some, was that PTSD? Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. And when I learned about that later in life, yeah, definitely, definitely have that. Cause we, you know, we shove it to the back, we shove it to the back, shove it to the back, and eventually keep shoving to the back. You can um, it's just like you take a box. You take a box, a rectangle box, and you can keep pushing. You push stuff to the back, whatever, socks or whatever. Push it, push it, push it, push it. Eventually, you keep pushing unless you have an infinite box, which we don't have that. Eventually, you keep pushing them socks or whatever you pushing cans back there. Eventually, it's like, oh, we're full now. Something's got to come out. And um, yeah. We, we 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 deal with that we we we, we we're, we're dealing with that and there's a lot of people that are dealing with that you know so to round it up like the, the the glorification of the gang life um accountability um a lot of things we can blame on the kkk a lot of things we can't blame on the kkk these brothers these brothers are killing each other willingly now, i had somebody to say well uh, I put a post about that. I said, um, can't blame the KKK and fuck the KKK all day. Um, but truth is true. I said, can't blame the KKK um, with these, these rappers. I see they, you know, them brothers, them brothers, they killing each other. And then somebody said, well, you know, what well, the KKK is making sure to get them guns through. Accountability, man. It's nothing wrong with having guns. Um, using guns um, 
for for bullshit. Come on, not gonna not not gonna condone that in 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 no way, no shape, form, or fashion. Um, 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 um it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, and, and a part of me says fortunate for a small reason, but it's unfortunate. I never had kids, and I wanted kids bad. Um, but I'm gonna tell you something. I really believe, like, if I did have have kids, like, I I got a passion for music that's it's 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 it's, it's kind of obsessive, but not crazy obsessive, like in a you know cut off my ear Picasso type manner, but I got a, an obsession with, with music and creating, but having a kid, um, it wouldn't just, it's, it's really just been about me taking care of myself. And in my adult life, I only been with two women, my ex-wife 15 years and my lady now for over 10 years. So it's just been about me take care of myself and taking care of the, 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 my person, my lady that I'm with. You know what I'm saying? But having a kid, man, hmm, I know I would have been, I know I could be, could have been a great ass dad though, man. I'm telling you that straight up. I know that. You know what I'm saying? I'm fortunate to have um, nephews. Um, shout out my nephew, Lamar, who just had his um his uh, first um, baby son, he, he has a daughter already, but the baby son was born on uh, my mother's birthday. Happy belated birthday to my mom, Geraldine Smith, February 22nd, um, 2-22-22. So my great nephew is actually born on a, a very rare date. But yeah, I believe I would if I would have had kids, man, I, I, I believe I would have been a great, great father, man. But um that didn't happen but i totally believe that if i had kids man i think my life would have been different my i think my, my life has been great in a, in, a, in a lot of ways a lot of ways a lot of failures but a lot of uh pretty cool accomplishments as well but having kids, man, I would, you know, mm, mm, and I would have been, ain't no telling though, man. I, I, I would have hurt somebody, man, with my kids, man. So who knows, man? It might have worked out for the best, man. But um, dead beats, man, dead beats, dead beats who want forgiveness in a matter of seconds, man, miss me with that. Go through it. Go through it. Go through it. If now, I'm not calling you a deadbeat if you was really, really trying. Prove that you was really, really trying. I'm not gonna call you no deadbeat. But if you BS and you waited around for, you know, for, for, for that child to become 21, 22, 27, in my dad's case, um, then now you want to build a relationship. He even had the nerve. Um, my dad's dad. He even had the nerve later on in life when he was going through some things. He asked, um, could he come stay with, with them? My dad was like, 
Nah, I can't do it, man. Rightfully so. Get the ad-free version of this show. What you need to do is go to the Patreon. That's right, we are on Patreon. www.patreon.com slash podcast. And if you join our $10 group, you will be entered into exclusive drawings quarterly. That includes cash prizes, gift certificates, and we have game nights that you will be a part of for prizes and certificates as well. So remember, go to Patreon, www.patreon.com slash podcast. Enjoy the rest of the show. can't you don't you don't get a pass man now a lot of people say you know that's your father that's your mother i'm not saying that you can't rebuild that relationship but man Mm, 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 mm. in a lot of ways my dad is um the love that my dad has from has for me and my brother is very deep but if i'm being honest I always felt that love. I always felt his presence. But if I'm being honest, um, my mom, my mom raised me and my brother. You know, um, I give my dad a pass. And I've checked him before. I was 14. Imagine being 14, 15, telling your dad, hey, you don't love us, man. You don't love us, man. You don't go to, you ain't going to work. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't this, this, blah, blah, blah. And then you know, like, I know he loves us. And then you have to figure stuff out on your own, like literally. That's what I had to do. You know, I didn't get off on coming at my dad like that. It always hurt me when I did it. Even though I felt it was needed, it always hurt me. Then one day I was like, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't do it like that no more. And I realized, yeah, he loves us. It's, It's something else. And then I put, I put a lot of stuff together, man. Seen a lot of stuff, man. Now, that's why I say music, music saved, um, saved my life and the people around me, our lives, straight up, like literally. Like, not only were we chasing our dreams with music, um, we had to leave. We had to leave from where we was from to start over, you know? You go to a new place, it's a new beginning. Man, you can go to a new place and you can turn turn it right back into the hell that you left from. Now, I ain't saying it was hell, hell, but hell was brewing, you know. And you know, and then I can say we we was on our music chase, still on the music chase. So, um, I won't give you a pass if you didn't try, but if you did try, hey, mm, you know. Matter of fact, I welcome anybody who's watching this, who have who has dealt with trying to get in be in their kids' lives and they and they was given the runaround and never had a chance. I welcome you to um Real Food Real Food Podcast platform and let's let's talk about it. Let's put it out there. You know? And some people will say, well you don't have no kids. How can you no no can't say that. I look at kids every day, man. No no matter if they're they're blood or not my biological whatever i look at i look at kids man and be like wow they're innocent man i work jobs man i work places and i go deliver this bread 
and I see this happen just recently. It happens all the time, but just recently, little white girl, little little white boy, and I'm speaking to them particularly because of this race shit. Hey, 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 what's up? What's up? Little little white kid. He was he was man. He was so he was so with it, man. He. He said, hey, he waving at me. I said, what's up, buddy? Gave him a little fist bump. And then I'm finished doing my job and I'm walking out. He, he slaps me in my leg. Boom. Hey, what's up, buddy? Man, I love I love people in general, man. Man, these kids, man, these kids are innocent, man. We got a job, man. We got a job. We got a job to do. We got a job to do. The old saying, it takes a village. I give you a pass if you tried. If you didn't, I'm on your ass. Straight up, <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on your ass like I'm slow jamming. Yeah, buddy. Hey, that concludes the main course. I hope y'all um, enjoy that. And we're going to end this thing sweet. It's a, um, we're going to end it sweet, but it's, um, How can I put it? Well, yeah, we're going to end this week. The, the, the dessert section of this revolves around um, talking about sweetness. Um, I've had multiple people to pass away um, in the last... We lost like seven people in the last so many years, you know, in which... From my, from my, my, really on my, my mom's side and my dad's side, you know, we've been fortunate not to lose a lot of people. Uh, we lost a lot of people. Um, just recently, we just lost our, well, let me, let me say this. On my mom's side is 10 siblings, six boys, four daughters. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Six daughters, four boys. We lost the oldest brother, Richard. We lost Uncle Bobby, who was close around older. Um, my mom is the oldest of the sisters. Um, and like I said, we lost um, the oldest brother. His ex-wife passed away a year or so ago. And his youngest son passed away before that. So the father, the mother, the son, the oldest son is still here. Um, Aunt Moosey was the youngest of the sisters. She was 62. She passed away. She was dealing with a lot of, um, she had a lot of health problems over the years. And um, the COVID did not help. Pneumonia kidney issues, all type of stuff, diabetes. She passed away. Aunt Moosey. One of the sayings that uh, we got from um, who I still consider my uncle, he was, he was married to my aunt, Golly. Her real name is Rosa, but we, we, we serious about these nicknames over here. He, um, we used to go to Aunt Moosey's 
house to to practice. Our group, Mob Capella, we used to go to our house to practice. Uh, at that time, because my brother, my brother had um, he broke his hip, he got surgery, and he needed to be in a place where somebody could watch watch after him. My auntie was a school bus driver, so she would do her thing, and she was able to get back home to make sure he was good. So he stayed over there. But in go get it fashion, we still, you know, we still got to, we still got to rehearse. So she will allow us to come to her house. Now think about it. Now, and I think about this later. And I had a chance to talk to her a year or so before she passed away. Like really have a talk. Um, we would, we would come over there and it'll be like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock sometimes. And we will rehearse. And I remember her telling me like um, later on, we had a conversation many times over the years. And I'm gonna get back to what um, my uncle who I was talking about married to my aunt Gali, Aunt Rosa. But we had a conversation and she said, Emerson, I remember y'all singing and y'all just kept singing on and on as mom, mom, mom capella. She said, y'all song that same thing for about an hour or so. And that was, that was the ritual of our practices, like sing it, keep singing it, keep singing it to, 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 to this day. All of us have a song together, but if you put us in the same room, we're able to sing them same songs because we song them so much. Heavy practice. Um, she was an incredible woman. She was an incredible mother, which is, this is gonna tie into when I talk about these deadbeats and all that. This is how sweet it is. This is how rough it was, but how sweet it is. Um, she, my uncle, one night he was lit up and it's something that we said for years. It was funny. Um, he was lit up and we was practicing. He came up there. He had been drinking, man, doing his thing. And he came to us and he was like, I'm moosey. I'm moosey. I'm moosey. I'm moosey good people. And that in our fashion, we would take something that we heard years ago that we will talk about forever, especially if it's funny. Because when he said it, he said, I'm mostly good people. And then he he had a certain walk to himself. He had a funny walk. And when he walked away, it was it was funny, man. And and I always imitated that. Like when she came around, when I went home in front of, in front of the aunties, I never did it. I think I did it once or twice in front of him. He, he laughed about it. But I did it mainly in front of them, and it was it was just running joke, man. It was funny. But truth be told, Auntie Moosey, Aunt Moosey was always good people, man. Always good people. Straight up. Straight up. Aunt Moosey was and always be good people. She she raised, she raised three boys by herself. One son has always maintained some type, hardworking, maintained some type of management position. Another son 
is he does some stuff like for OSHA where he inspects stuff. Like he went, he went and took the classes. Like he literally sits in that truck and makes sure that they're doing their job. He living really good. The oldest son has a mechanic business where he works on cars, has his own um, garage, man, been doing it for years. Very successful. By herself, she did that. By herself. Now, once again, I say, I don't have kids. And people will, somebody will be crazy enough to say, well, man, you can't talk with you. I know. I know if I had kids, they didn't they didn't ask to be here. So I got to take care of them. Aunt Moosey took care, Aunt Moosey took care of them kids. She went through some things. She went through some things. And she dealt with a lot of pain. Always had a smile on her face. I talked to her on the phone and I told her, I said, I said, Aunt Moosey, I said, I'm gonna tell you something, because this when the last fam- family reunion, she was asking, you know, was I was I gonna come? And I was trying to work it out to come, but I had to work and everything. But I had a chance to tell her, I said, Aunt Moose, I said, you know, you you are heavily responsible for um, you know, everything, a lot of things, but for musically, you are heavily responsible for everything in my life, musically, and you know. Everybody else that was surrounded by Malcolm Pella, any anything that I'm involved with, she was heavily responsible because she didn't have to let us practice in her house while she was trying to sleep because she had to get up early in the morning. She let us do that. That's family. That's love. Now we know it's a lot of family ain't gonna do that. Our Moosey, rest in peace. No more pain. Our Moosey always good people real food